Here's the question. Are you a business owner wanting to grow your business, but you're not sure what to do about your podcast? Well, welcome to the show that's about to change all of that. In this podcast, we're taking the problems of podcasting head on. Entrepreneurs just like you will share their strategies, tactics, and tips they use every day with their podcast to make it an effective marketing and revenue tool in their toolkit. Welcome to Entrepreneurs on Podcasting. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Entrepreneurs on Podcasting. From time to time, I'm going to be sitting down behind the microphone and sharing some of my thoughts with you about uh, podcasting and for business. And I thought this would be a really good opportunity for me to sit down and talk to you really about the real reason why I feel that pod fade is happening. Now, for those of you that don't know, uh, pod fade is where a podcast will start. Some uh, entrepreneur will start a podcast. They'll get out anywhere between eight or 10 episodes. And for whatever reason or another, they stop producing episodes. When you stop producing episodes for your podcast, and I, you've probably seen them before if you've been to Apple Podcasts, you will notice that they haven't produced an episode in six months or over a year. When that happens, the, the term that people are using is pod fade. Now, there's, you can go out there and you can Google it and you can say, hey, what are the reasons for pod fade, right? Let's learn from these mistakes. And believe me, I've spent a lot of time out there looking at all these different articles. And I will share with you this. I think the big reason for pod fade is the one reason nobody is talking about. We're looking for some kind of a systemic problem, so to speak. Like we can point our, point our finger at something and be like, ooh, there's the mistake that people are making. And somehow this is going to magically cure pod fade. But I really think the reason for pod fade is actually much bigger than just saying, oh, well, it takes up too much time or that people just, you know, got tired of it or they didn't like it. I think the reason for it is much bigger. Now, if we think about it, the way that we have become as a society and with the advent of the internet and with marketing, you literally can't spend five minutes online without bumping into some kind of an article that says, here's the top nine ways to be able to grow your audience or the 15 ways to get to the top of Apple podcast. Everybody out there is promising some kind of a quick solution or step-by-step -step program for you to be able to have this huge success with your podcast. Just the other day, I had an email from a podcast guru show up in my inbox that said, hey, I got 10,000 downloads of my latest podcast episode, and so can you. Here are the steps. Now, the, the internet is literally littered with this kind of information. There are strategies everywhere that people can use and all kinds of tactics as well. So if there's so many surefire strategies, if there's so many great tactics that can be used, why is it that so many podcasts are going into pod fade? Preston Pugmire, the host of the crazy popular Next Level Life podcast, he gave this really cool TEDx talk and he had this to say. If information was all that was necessary, we would all be millionaires with six-pack abs right now. So have you ever had all of the information or all the strategy that you needed and then not accomplish your goal? How come? It's because mindset is more important than strategy. Now, I want you to think about that for just a second. Mindset trumps strategy. 
Now, before I continue, I want to lay down a definition of mindset because a lot of people are talking about mindset, but I want to make sure that you and I are speaking the same language. So that way we can both understand exactly what it is that we are dealing with here. Now, Dr. Aliyah Crum in her paper, Neurobiology of the Placebo Effect, writes, mindsets are lenses or frames of mind that orient individuals to a particular set of associations and expectations. Now, Scott Burroughs, he's a motivational speaker, best-selling author. He is a member of the Million Dollar Roundtable, had this to say about mindset. But what is mindset? It's your own philosophy of life. It's how you see things through your own life experiences. Most importantly, it's how you respond to those experiences. It's how you respond to a new challenge. Mindset is not only the lens through which we see the world, but also how we respond to it. So how does mindset play into podcasting? Well, let me share with you briefly about my journey into podcasting. And I know I talked about this in episode one, but I want to do a little bit more of a deeper dive, so to speak. I was looking for some way to differentiate my business when I was still living in Southern California. And my business coach at the time said to me, I want you to start a podcast. And I said, okay, but I had no clue how to start a podcast. What's the best advice? What are best practices? And these are normal questions that people would ask. So I did what anybody would do is I turned to YouTube and I found successful podcasters who had created these videos about how to start a podcast. Now, of course, now the first thing I notice when I look at these videos is, and this is back in 2018, at this point in time, a lot of these videos were already two and three years old. So they were created about 2014, 2015, but I didn't care. I was there to learn how to do it. So I'm going to listen to them. And besides these podcasters, they've got millions of downloads. They've built their business on podcasting. So here we go. Well, a lot of the time when I'm listening to these podcast experts talk, they'll say things like, oh, well, you need to have this type of equipment. You got to have this microphone. You got to have a mixer board. You got to have a preamp. You got to have this and that, da, 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 da. Well, by the time I got done listing out all of the items that they recommended, it was close to $4,500. I didn't have $4,500 to spend on equipment. So then they come back and they say, oh, you know what, you know, use a garage band. Or if you're on a PC, you can use, uh, you can use, uh, whatever the software is for PC, the name escapes my mind, but you have to use all of the software to be able to use it. Now I'm not a recording engineer. I am not an audio engineer. I have no idea how to use this software, but you know what? I had to figure it out because I wanted to get a podcast because the podcasters are all telling me that if I don't have good sounding audio, nobody's going to listen to my podcast. It has to sound good. And on top of that, they're saying, saying you, you should pick people that you really admire and do what they're doing. So I'm thinking if I'm going to do an interview style podcast, I need to be taking a look at Larry King or Oprah Winfrey and how do these people conduct interviews and what do their sound like? And I, all of a sudden I had this huge image in my mind of what I needed to be, the target I had to hit. And it was incredibly, incredibly high. But I did as much as the podcast gurus recommended. I tried to anyways. Now, I will admit I didn't, I did not spend $4,500 on equipment because it was, if it was a choice between paying bills and buying all this equipment, I chose to pay my bills. Instead, I used my $100 USB Blue Yeti. That thing had been a couple years old. And as a matter of fact, I'm recording this on that same microphone. 
But I'll tell you another thing that happened too, when I finally started getting in it and really started recording episodes and doing all my research, every episode was taking me between 10 and 12 hours to do. That was an entire day of my week eaten up for one 30 minute episode. It was crazy and it was painful. And I stuck it out for as long as I could. I made it to episode 18, which is almost four months, over five months, before what happened? Pod fade. Now, I decided to go into pod fade simply because of the fact that I needed to get leads for my business. I needed to close deals. I needed to take care of my customers. I just didn't have all this time to spend. But as I mentioned before, I actually did get a high ticket client from my podcast, but I just couldn't keep doing it because I really didn't understand in the first place what it was that I had done with my podcast to get him as a client. But I still kept playing around with podcasting. Whenever I would shift my business or, or pivot or try to do something else, I always tried to bring podcasting into it because I felt that it could be an effective tool. And time and time again, my podcast would slip into pod fade because I just didn't have the bandwidth to throw at it. Finally, I'm talking to somebody one day and they're saying, oh, you know, Cliff, what are you into now? And what's going on? And da, 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 da. I told them about my love of podcasting, right? How I missed it, how I wanted to do it. And they commented to me and they said, oh, so you're a podcaster. And I remember I froze and I looked at them and I said, actually, no, I'm an entrepreneur with a podcast. That is when my mindset shifted because you see, when I went back at the very beginning, when I did not know how to do a podcast. And I, when I went and I listened to these podcasters, these people that have millions of followers and they're, they're making all this money from their podcast episodes. They know how to create a podcast for podcasters. Their mindset became my mindset. I adopted it. And I said, you know what? I have to become a podcaster and I have to be just as good as them. And so I took it and I ran with it, but I forgot the fact that I'm an entrepreneur first. Podcasting is something that I use for my marketing. It is something that I use to help grow my business. It is not the primary product of my business. But as a podcaster, I felt that the success of my podcast was tied to my downloads because this is what everybody always talks about. How you can get 10,000 downloads. How do you get a million downloads? You know what my goals are for getting X amount of downloads. Now, as an entrepreneur, I've always felt in my heart of hearts, the most important thing, the reason why I stopped pod fade or stopped my podcast in the first place and let it go in the pod fade was because the relationships are more important to me. The relationships that I build with partners, with clients, those are the most important things. My business doesn't depend on the number of downloads. It depends on the relationships. Once I made that shift, I gave myself permission to abandon the old process, the process that these, the, the podcast gurus, that these really successful podcasters out there have been teaching for years. I go on to YouTube today and I see these same videos that are out there. They're well over 10 years old. People are still watching them. People are still listening to their advice. People are still trying to start their podcast. And this explains why 60 to 80% of podcasts out there going to pod fade. So the question I asked myself was simply this, if I had to create a podcast today, how would I do it? 
Once I did that, once I allowed myself to completely disregard everything that I had learned, it was like I was starting over from scratch. And that was awesome because then what happened is pieces started falling into place. Now, as I'm doing this and I'm building up my podcast and now I'm beginning to challenge these perceptions, these whole things about, oh, well, you got to have this great sounding podcast and all these other things, da, 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 da. Well, you know what? I had start and stopped podcasts. I've had many people listen to my podcast episodes over the years. Do you know what? Nobody once has ever said to me, oh, you record your podcast on a Blue Yeti? Oh, well, then I can't listen to your podcast. I only listen to podcasts that use the Shure SM7B. And I'm not even really sure what that is. No one has ever said to me, you don't use a mixer? Oh, well, I can't listen to your podcast then. Do you know what people do say to me? I loved your last episode. I loved that episode where you talked about ta-da, ta-da, ta-da. Now, the reason why pop people stopped listening to my podcast was not because of the microphone. It wasn't because of the mixer. People stopped listening to my podcast because I went into pod fade. Because I stopped producing episodes because I believed I had to hit this impossibly high standard when it came to my podcast. Because I had this belief that my podcast had to be perfect. I had to get all this awesome audio quality and all this other stuff. And then my mindset would come along and push the podcast into pod fade. Now, I want to state this for the record. There's absolutely nothing wrong with being a podcaster. A podcast, a podcasting is something that you want to do and have it be the primary revenue driver for your business. Go for it. Mazel tov. Every expert on the planet out there will tell you the same thing. Be prepared for a 14th to 16th month journey before it starts to bear fruit. And then at this point here, your download numbers become the metric by which you measure the success of your podcast. And for many, those numbers don't come right away because they approach their podcast like a podcaster. And once they realize that the podcast is just taking up too much time, they've got bills to pay. They've probably got an angry spouse upset because they spent $4,500 on equipment. So now their podcast slips in the pod fate because they don't have time. But as an entrepreneur, who values relationships, who focuses on building relationships. Well, I will let this podcast speak for itself because the time that I, I initialized the concept of this particular podcast until I released episode one, that span was 30 days. And within that first 30 days, I had built my network by 40 additional people. These are really super cool. These are the people who I invited to come onto this podcast and be a guest and share their wisdom. And when I'm talking about adding people to my network. I'm not talking about how I sent them a LinkedIn request. I'm talking about how I could send any one of these people an email right now and they will respond to me. That's what I'm talking about as far as network goes. Now, from those relationships, I've gotten 18 invitations to be on other podcasts and through introductions, I've scored two clients. All of this happened without a single episode being published. No downloads. But now that this podcast is published, now that it's out there, I really do hope that if there's an entrepreneur out there either wanting to start a podcast or maybe he's even struggling with their podcast, that they'll download these episodes, listen to them. I hope that the strategies and advice that my speakers are giving out will, will help them to see that podcasting can be an effective tool in their marketing toolkit. And if that entrepreneur needs help, I hope they reach out. Because you know what? I would love to help anybody out there who's trying to use podcasting as a tool. But as far as the downloads go, if I get 10 or 10,000, I'm happy either way because I've fallen in love with the process. 
because my mindset is clear that podcasting is the ultimate relationship building tool. I'm not obsessed about the numbers because the numbers is nothing more than a byproduct. It is not the metric that I use for success. So with that being said, my mindset is finally right. My mindset is finally screwed on correctly. As far as my strategy goes for podcasting, it is now aligned with my beliefs. As an entrepreneur, I value relationships. And that's what podcasting has afforded me to do, to be able to build relationships at scale. And I am seeing the results. Not as a podcaster, but as an entrepreneur with a podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Hey, everyone. I wanted to let you know that enrollment for our free five-day Start My Business podcast challenge is officially open. If you're an entrepreneur and you're thinking a podcast would be a great way to grow your business, but you're not sure how to start one, then this challenge is for you. This challenge is designed by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Now, within the five-day challenge, you'll go from ground zero to having a fully operational podcast that you can use to start growing your business. I'll be sharing with you simple tips and tricks that took me years to learn that will prevent you from spending hours on one episode. Head over to startmybusinesspodcastchallenge.com or click on the link in the show notes down below. We'll see you there.